for how I said I'd give a more sourced update on Ken Paxton's impeachment, because my initial post was mostly just my thoughts, this is it. This is Tony Platetsky on American Voices explaining the background. Let's take a big step back here, understanding that a lot of our viewers, some are in Texas, but a lot are not. What is at the core of this impeachment? So Alicia, this goes back three years to the fall of 2020. A number of Ken Paxton's top lieutenants, and I'm not talking about people down in his agency, I'm talking about people who sat at the right hand of Ken Paxton. They went to the FBI and said, we believe our boss, the Attorney General of Texas, is engaging in a number of crimes, including bribery and using his office. Their allegations centered on his relationship with a well-known Austin investor by the name of Nate Paul. And they believed that Ken Paxson was taking efforts to assist Nate Paul who, by the way, also was under federal investigation in, at that time. And so that then led to not only an ongoing federal investigation, but it prompted those whistleblowers to bring a lawsuit against Ken Paxton. That lawsuit was tentatively settled earlier this year for $3.3 million. And when Ken Paxton asked Texas lawmakers to fund that settlement, they said, wait just a minute. And they opened their own investigation and brought forth those investigative findings earlier this week. So indicted in Texas and being investigated by the FBI since 2015. I think one thing that made the impeachment vote win by a landslide was this. And I would like to point out that several members of this house, while on the floor of this house doing the state business, received telephone calls from General Paxton personally threatening them with political consequences in their next election. Every time Charlie Guerin spoke, he brought this up again. He made very sure no one in the room forgot it. And then this is when the official vote was announced. All members voted. There have been 121 hours and 23 nays, two present non-voting, three absent. The resolution is adopted. I want to talk about Dade Felon for a second. Paxton accused him of being drunk, and you can watch that video in this playlist. He doesn't seem great here either, but I'm not so sure he's drunk. I mean, he could be, but it also seems like he could be having a stroke or something. I'm not defending Dade Phelan in any way ever for any reason, but I'm not sure jumping to the conclusion that he's drunk is the right one. Back to the impeachment. The House voted. Now what? This article is from AP, but I found it on CBS News affiliate KX, which is South Dakota. The Texas legislature already made one historic move with its impeachment of Republican State Attorney General Ken Paxton. Another one is coming. The GOP-led House of Reps on Saturday approved 20 articles of impeachment on sweeping allegations of wrongdoing that have trailed the state's top lawyer for years, including abuse of office and bribery. The vote immediately suspended Paxton from office. But the intra-party brawl in the nation's largest conservative state, one that even drew political punches Saturday from former President Orangeface, is far from over. The Republican-led Senate will hold a trial of Paxton next, and he and his allies hopes conservatives there will save him. One member of that chamber is his wife, State Senator Angela Paxton, and she could cast a vote on her husband's political future, which is now in jeopardy in part because of bribery allegations linked to his extramarital affair. Impeachment in Texas is similar to the process on the federal level. 
after the House action, the Senate holds its trial. It has yet to be scheduled. The House needed just a simple majority of 149 members to impeach Paxton. The final 121 to 23 vote was a landslide, but the threshold for conviction in the Senate trial is much higher, requiring two-thirds majority of its 31 members. If that happens, Paxton would be permanently barred from holding office in Texas. Anything less means Paxton is acquitted and can resume his third term as attorney general. Paxton bitterly criticized the chamber's investigation as corrupt, secret, and conducted so quickly that he and his lawyers were not allowed to mount a defense. He also called Republican House Speaker Dade a liberal. The Senate is led by Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Like Paxton, he's a Republican who has closely allied himself with Orange Face and has driven Texas's right-wing political and policy push for the last decade. Patrick has yet to comment on the impeachment or the House's allegations. The Senate will set its own trial rules, including whether to take witness testimony and what reports and documents to consider. It could also consider whether to exclude Angela Paxton from voting due to conflict of interest. The impeachment charges include bribery related to one of Paxton's donors, Austin real estate developer Nate Paul, allegedly employing the woman with whom he had an affair in exchange for legal help. State law requires all senators to be present for an impeachment trial. So we know nothing about what's going to happen in the Senate trial yet. But hopefully that's a bit of an understanding of what we're going to be looking for. Another reminder, as I do with all these videos, getting Ken Paxton out of office is obviously a dream come true. But do not be fooled into thinking that Republicans actually care about the corruption. This is Republican infighting through and through. This is not, quote, politically motivated by the opposition. I will keep you updated as we know more. We probably won't know much more for a bit. But I could also imagine that on Tuesday, we know when the trial is going to be set for. So we'll see. If keeping up with this saga interests you, be sure to follow me. Shortcast Club.